Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Attack and Release Show. My name is Matt, and I am joined today by my good friend from Nashville, Sam Moses. Oh, hello. I thought you were going to say, like, let's get ready to rumble. Kind of like the... Oh, let's get ready to rumble. It's like the bad. guy in the ring who's got that... Not too bad. What is it? That share unidine that hangs down? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Classic, classic boxing. They re-released that, didn't they? The microphone? The Unidyne, yeah. Yeah, I think they did. It's got that Still classic all... sound, you know? Yeah. Like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like your nose is plugged. Doesn't this sound fantastic with all the metal over the, uh-huh. <laughs> over the element? So, anywho, welcome to the podcast. Today... Um, well, you can pretty much guarantee the last three episodes of any season. And I, I believe this is the second to last episode of this season, which means we need to get to plan on the last episode, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can pretty much guarantee the last three episodes are going to be gear episode for that year. Um, some type of business planning is the next episode. And then we kind of do like, uh, a fun episode, like a kind of kind of bigger one. You know, it's like you're on Christmas break. It's we. I mean, I guess you're not on Christmas break anymore. You're not in school, but <laughs> whatever. We do something a little bit more fun to kind of wrap the season. Um, so this is the second one, which means this is a little bit of a business planning episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think you'll like it. This that means that this is. What day is this coming out? What day is this coming out? Uh, this might be December 14th. Ooh. Yeah, the gear episode will come out on the 30th. And then, yeah, this will come out on the 14th. And then I can't tell you what's happening on the 28th, but it's going to be pretty fly. Pretty so, dope. Happy almost Christmas. I hope your Thanksgiving went well. I guess if you're in America, if you're not in America, then hope your November was swell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of stalling out on <laughs> what I'm saying. Anyway, okay. We can move on. Let's move on. So, Sam. <laughs> so, Matt. Take these people into housekeeping. Woo-hoo! A Christmas-like housekeeping. We got to, like, Christmas this up, I guess. We can Christmas it up. My friends. Are there bells? Ho, ho, ho. I hope your house is full of cheer. I hope that the reindeer are near. Look at that. Hey. He can go for days on this, people. I could. Merry Christmas. Early to all of you. Lovely, lovely people. Audience, listener. Thank you so much for being with us again for another week. Uh, This is that fun time of housekeeping where you get the unique opportunity to screenshot the episode you are listening to or a favorite one. Post it on Instagram. Tag me at Moses Mastery. Tag Matt at For the Record Mastery. Then we will reshare your post. We'll cross market, but more importantly, we get to know who our audience actually is one by one. From that, our community has grown. We've made new friends. We've passed work around. And uh, it's just been a gift. It's been a gift to actually meet people finally. Uh, Taking us a lot of years to finally figure out how to do that without having to have a whole back-end uh, website and things. And this has just been a nice, casual way for us to meet people that listen, chat. And, uh, yeah, so share the episode. If you don't mind, some of you have been uh, giving us some stars on uh, Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. Um, if you could keep doing that, that is so, so, so helpful to us. It helps us out a lot. so nice. Yeah, and the reviews Leave in comments. Yeah, have been so nice, so thank you. If you can keep doing that, that actually helps us a ton in the actual podcast world more so than just us sharing it on Instagram. The Instagram thing is what I honestly care about the most, but yep. if you've got 30 extra seconds, 
go leave us some stars and a review. That helps it just push it out into the actual podcast universe a bit quicker. So that's housekeeping. Keep your chimneys clean. Santa's coming. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, housekeeping. No one wants a like dusty true Santa. You know. No, all right. No, no one like I leaving don't. footprints. No one wants a dusty Santa. I don't want a dusty Santa. That sounds like I guarantee you go on Urban Dictionary and a dusty don't Santa. Do, sounds, don't do, don't look that up. DustySanta.com. No, like, all right. Well, let me just be curious. Urban, I, I I'm not gonna read it for the for the record. I'm you just, know, on Urban Dictionary, it's gonna be inappropriate. I just want to see if it's there. There is no Dusty Santa on Urban Dictionary. Man, we should add it I, and put Dusty no, Santa. No, I will not. Dusty Santa means housekeeping on the attack. I will not show. add the Dusty Santa to Urban Dictionary. A dusty I'll leave Santa that. means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It means you... No, I'm not even going to say like a clean version of anything because... Okay, we, we got to move on. This is getting weird. I love it. I love Dusty we, Santa. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Wow. About that. About that. So, Sam, how important is it? Like, it would, it, and it's not even like in the whole studio realm of things. Hmm. How important is it to really go into each year with a plan? Whether that's like written down, whether it's, I don't know, you got like a little Excel sheet. Whether you, it's just kind of like a mental thing, like this is what I'm going to do. Maybe you're not like a big planner, Mm -hmm. but how important is it to like make a plan at the end of the year? Hey, this is what I'm going to do going into next year. Is there any like importance or relevance to that? (laughs) Yes, there is. I think there's a ton of importance and relevance to it. Um, What's kind of interesting over the years is like, as I've made plans, I do make plans each year. Um, it's always interesting to look back and see how kind of different they played out. Like I usually mm-hmm. achieved the overall um, goal, mm-hmm. but the way in which it got done usually kind of shifts. And it's always just been interesting to see how, I'll say like the provision is provided, what projects come in. Because every year, I don't know if you're like this at all or if anybody's out there, like I, I do have a, I have a ton of returning clients, but I have a ton of clients that don't come back as mm-hmm. well. Not a ton. That's probably an exaggeration. But there's always every year, like there's a hard, there's shifting. Like sometimes like some of my go-to people from last year, they just do something different with another engineer. And I'm like, hmm, there goes that studio. Like that was significant. But then like another studio just randomly shows up. And I'm like, huh, well, there's that. So it's always interesting to see like, the goals usually get accomplished, but I found that when I really try to like plan out the nitty gritty of it, it seems to happen differently every year. Um, and that's because life happens, I think, to all of us. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think that's really important that like when you really like plan out, like, oh, and this month I want to do this, and this month I want to do that. I don't really know if. I mean, even it's like, I don't know, let's just say like you run a pretty, uh, let's just say that you want to do like, let's for round numbers, let's say you want to do $12,000 a year. And so that means that you want to make gross $1,000 a month. Or we can go for big numbers. We can say $120,000 a year. You make 12, no, no, you don't make 12. You make... Why is my mind being all weird? You make tenth no. What what how many months are in a year now? Damn it. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. So you make yeah. 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 Y'all 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 do all this. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. You'll see later on in the episode why my brain's kind of scattered. Um so you need to I think it's good if you want to plan in the macro like that. Um, but if you're going to really go under a microscope about like what each month is going to look like. Or maybe it's like, I don't know, if you're trying to do $10,000 a month for 12 months and you come up at like a $7,000 month or something like that because everyone is at the beach or it was a holiday month or something like that, then it's like, you know what I mean? There's nothing you can do about it. You can't beat yourself up just like the work wasn't there. 
And it's like, I don't know, maybe it took like part of a month off and you're just kind of tired or something like that. And it's like, you didn't really feel like, like one of my least favorite things to do is going like marketing myself to like, because that's like you're working to work. And it's like, oh, it's so annoying. It's like, I'm, I'm double working just to get the stuff that I, just to get the same amount of money, I'm having to essentially work twice to do that. And so it's like, you know, sometimes you have to do that. Or other times it's like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of take the time just to veg a little bit. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, sometimes you make a plan and sometimes you plan this out, whether it's micro or macro, um, you have all of your your plans, but then sometimes life can happen. And sometimes it's planned, and sometimes it is unplanned. Um, so I want to talk about that first. Um, I don't know how this talk and conversation is going to go. I've kind of planned this out in my head several times, and... It always plays out different, and we'll just kind of see how it comes out of my mouth. This was initially going to be a conversation I had with y'all around the beginning of this year, and then Sam's like, ah, I don't know if I would do that, and I appreciate him for kind of kind of talking me down from that. Um, so this is definitely a conversation about when life happens, because last year, like, and we'll we'll kind of do this in the back end of the episode, we'll talk about business plans and how to make like a very simple, easy one. I have a template for anyone who might want it. Like I had kind of my plan already written out per my little template I have. And uh, in December of last year, so this is 2021 for anyone who might be listening, significantly past 2022. um, In December of 2021, um, we found out that my wife had uh, breast cancer. And like even saying that's still weird because we don't we don't really call it that. Um, and the day that she was diagnosed um, was actually the day that the episode with our wives aired, which was December twenty eighth. I think we recorded that maybe early December, late November of last year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we really knew about anything at that time, and so. Um, but yeah, she was diagnosed, like officially, all the biopsy stuff came back that um, she had stage two breast cancer. We later figured out that it would be stage three breast cancer. Um, and so a lot of stuff changed pretty quick. And a lot of, there was obviously a lot of panic that set in. Um, a lot of like really difficult, not fun conversations. Um a lot of doctor's appointments very, very quickly. Um, and I won't get too much into it, but it was, it was a pretty extensive year this past year um, that, kind of, that she, she went through a hell of a battle. And I mean, she's very, very, very victorious on, on this side of it. I mean, she, she beat the hell out of it. Um, so, but that was eight rounds of, eight rounds of chemotherapy and, uh, a pretty extensive surgery and uh, what was it? I think 16 or so uh, treatments of radiation. And that pretty much led us up until Labor Day of this year, which kind of looking at all the treatment schedule back last January um, was pretty fucking daunting. Um, So there were a lot of conversations that I had with Sam very early last year and we had very honest conversations and I didn't really know like am I like like I 100% wanted to go to every single appointment any surgery she needed to have any any anything any follow-up whatever um and just the type of person I am and uh I was like I honestly don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. I honestly don't know what's going to happen with my mastering business. Um, I have to keep my main business during the day alive. And so that might be where a lot of my energy is focused. And so I pretty much had to take my plan. And this is the whole question, like what happens when life happens? Um, I pretty much had to take my whole plan for the year and say, you know, and, and, um, 
and, it, and, and this part kind of worked out um, because Sam, you can kind of talk about your year this year. Um, your year was a was a significantly happier. <laughs> um, there, there, there were other things going on, but uh, we came to the mutual agreement. Hey, we need to bulk up on episodes, and I can't tell you how much of a blessing it is that we record every week and then we only post every other week or bi-monthly, I believe is the term. Um, it hasn't led for the best growth of this podcast, but it definitely has provided for the greatest sustainability of this podcast. Um, and so we agreed early on that um, we were going to bulk up on episodes as much as we could. If that was going to be once, just once a week, every single week, as much as we could, if we had to switch to two times a week, just to really bank some episodes in case like, because it's like, obviously it's like Sam is now a dad and um, like my wife was going to have surgery and I wasn't going to really be in the studio or whatnot. Um, And so let's try to preserve the podcast at all, like at all points, but we're not going to go over and beyond um, to do, um, we're not going to really like talk about all the other things that might happen. Um, and I do feel bad because there were some people who did reach out to us this year about sponsorships and whatnot. Um, and they were very interested. And I honestly, like I 100% dropped the ball on a lot of communication, but candidly, I'm, I'm, I apologize. It just wasn't very important for what was going on. And so that was the podcast. And then, um, which was all, all, the, all of this was obviously not planned. We actually had kind of a cool thing planned out that we might roll into next year, but I want to start doing like series of things. And so it's like if we do like a financial series, it's like we have four episodes or however many episodes just dedicated to the financial side of like running this kind of a small business and like what we believe the best approach is and like buying gear and like like our genuine philosophy on like like a four episode series on this is how you pick out like this type of gear that's perfect for you or you do a series on scheduling on and just like the little like unsexy things like scheduling things data storage and whatnot we had a really cool year kind of planned out um that we think a lot of people would have found value for that no one else really does and i don't know i might give people some ideas for their podcast next year (laughs) but i don't care it's ours is going to be better so um (laughs) So anyway, that was kind of the podcast, and um, that the funny thing is, is like that Q and A episode uh, came about. I think we recorded it like, r- like right before y'all had your baby, mm-hmm. and like right after I think my wife's surgery, to where like I could kind of come back into work, and we could do the we like like we both felt like comfortable enough that it's like okay yeah I think we can take like an hour or two and just kind of crank out an episode um and the Q&A episode was actually perfect because um it kind of gave us like a time to bullshit a bit but like I don't know if you've looked at any of the metrics Sam it's actually our best performing episode this year <laughs> Which is really weird. It's like, why don't we do more Q and A episodes? I like Q and A, and so it's like, I I loved doing that episode, and so you can guarantee that we'll probably do some more because one, it's fun. I th- I was honestly felt felt guilty because it was a bit of a cop out because you had a lot going on, I had a lot going on. It's like we just need an easy episode, and so with four hours notice, we gave everyone like we put a, a thing out on Instagram. We had like twenty eight or thirty topics to talk about, and. It, that was that was a fun episode. We will be doing one or two of those a year moving forward. That response was really fun. Um, but anyway, that was the podcast. And then it's like, okay, so what happens with um, your mastering business? Um, so as people know, you, you might not know, I run another business during the day. Um, it's, a, it's a business called Emory Allen. I started it with, uh, with my parents, I think, seven or eight years ago. And... Uh, we do a lot of like international manufacturing, import, export, distribution of, uh, uh, you can go, you can go look up the company name and kind of see what we do. Um, I really like it. It's the main source of provision for me, my family. And we have like around 10 employees who work for us and they're all awesome. And we have a really fantastic team. And so that was going to have to be the main focus as far as income was concerned. And it's like, I had these like cool plans for, how I was going to grow my mastering business. 
And uh, it was just like, you know what, right now it's like everything, like I don't even know if this is going to be a thing because there's a lot of stuff in life right now that's more important to me um, that needs my attention. And um, I need to... I need to focus on that. Um, so with with the mastering business, and I've, I've I've spoken with several people about this. Um, I honestly just kind of put it on on coast, and I and I I said to my wife and to everyone kind of who was working with me, I kind of let everyone know who was like my who were kind of like my. Um, like the top people who are sending me stuff who are keeping me most busy. Hey, this is going on. Um, everything is business as normal, but I just wanted to give you a heads up as for what this year is kind of getting into for me. Um, me, my family, and um, my time. And so um, everyone was super gracious and super like understanding this year. Um, if I needed to run to a doctor's appointment or if I needed to do really whatever. Um, but the mastering business was pretty much on coast. And whatever came in, came in. And whatever didn't come in, didn't come in. Um, I stopped pursuing all work. Like I'm normally pretty darn proactive when it comes to reaching out to people. And like I only really message people on Instagram or something like that. If I really like what they're doing, I'll check out their stuff. And I'll send them like a genuine message of like, hey, I would absolutely love to work with you. I love like this album. I love what y'all did on this. Um, can you tell me about what you're working on? I I have no problem doing that, but it's like I put everything on coast and it's just like this year is like whatever camp comes in, comes in. Whatever doesn't, doesn't. And uh, that's how we're going to proceed. And the crazy thing is, is like this year's turning out to be one of like the um, this isn't a brag. This is just what's happening. It's turning out to be one of like the best years, like financially, for the mastering business, um, which is just odd because it, I just haven't put anything into it. Um, really, just besides hard work and like if somebody sends me something, just like loving the absolute hell out of what they're doing and making sure I treat it like it's my own, um, and making sure they're happy no matter what. So, I mean, I don't know that that could be that could be a good recipe for success. Um, but so what happens when life happens? Um, I think my main takeaway was it's okay to put, um, it's okay to put things on coast. Don't get me wrong. If this was like my main bread and butter, it's like, yeah, it's like, I got to keep doing it. But, um, it's like, you know, sometimes, sometimes life happens and sometimes you need to really, um, prioritize some things. Um, this year that, that definitely, that definitely paid off. And I think I prioritized things in the correct order and whatnot and, um, communicating with, um, the people who are going to be sending me the most work and keeping me the most busy. Um, and it's like, you have a relationship with them and there's no reason to not be 100% candid and honest with somebody who is trusting you with their work. And there's no reason to keep people in the dark, um, there are personal things going on, um, but I mean that doesn't mean that I also can't ask them for like prayer through it if that's what they do, um, and uh, just kind of any support in that time. And I mean they're they're all they're all awesome. So um, generally, people show up when there is a need, and I definitely appreciate that. So it's kind of a, a big thank you to all of them. But as I said. Um, my wife's a fucking champion and she's on the other side of this and she's like, yeah, this is not going to get me down. And, uh, it's like anytime it would get you down, it's like, you know what, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're there to keep people in the fight. And, um, so like everything else has to come secondary. Um, we're also lucky that like our kids are young enough that they're not going to really remember that it's like, Emery might remember that his mom was like bald for a little bit. Um, but um, towards the end of chemo, but besides that, I don't think he's going to remember a thing. And Elliot, for sure, our little one who's two years old, is most definitely not going to remember a thing. So, um, yeah, that's what happens when life happens. Um, I recommend put the uh, uh, put the things you can afford 
to put on coast, put them on coast. And we had a, we had a uh, the military college that I went to. It was called the Citadel. That's in Charleston. They had a um, they would throw so much at you as far as like requirements, whether it was like a uniform standard that like you screwed up, or just like extra stupid stuff, or getting like like having to do like a bunch of physical extracurriculars for no apparent reason or uh, academics or whatnot. You just got you just got so much thrown on you um, that you kind of had to learn. It's kind of a weird analogy saying it, but like when you think about it, it makes a, it makes it a little bit more easy to digest. It's kind of like life's kind of like you're judge, juggling like uh, like cannonballs, so like 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 big old like heavy like I don't know like a ball of iron and like crystal balls, and things are going to be more fragile and more costly to drop than other things. And some things, if they are dropped, can survive the fall. And other things most certainly cannot survive the fall or at least won't survive it as well. And if you drop a crystal ball, if it's not completely shattered and ruined, it's certainly not going to be unpainful to pick that back up and juggle it again half together. So deciding what is in fact that crystal ball and what is in fact those iron or metal balls that you're juggling um, is definitely important. And so, um, yeah. So you just making sure you're prioritizing that and picking those as you need to. So, but anyway, um, that's kind of what this year's been for me. Um, I'm kind, as me going into next year, I'm kind of picking on, picking, I'm kind of choosing to pick up where I left off last year and see what I still want to do and invest in like financially as far as this business is concerned, as far as advertising what I do and the type of growth that I want to see next year and planning for that. So I need to review all of my stuff. And this is November, so I still have another month or so to do that. So anywho, um, I know it's a bit of a kind of crazier episode, but um, I also know some people who have had similar situations this year and uh yeah cancer sucks and i've been like the the people that i've talked to it's like i've been i've been doing some some pretty good praying for you and um i'm glad that to see that um y'all are on the other side of what you're dealing with but you y'all definitely know what what i'm talking about and i'm sorry that you had to to go through that because all that Shit's really unfair. Um, but anywho, um, a uh, rising tide lifts all boats. So that's kind of that's kind of the the wave that we're riding right now. So y'all had something a little more cheerful happen this year, Sam. I did, but it still it still made your schedule <clears throat> a bit crazy, pre and post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share as much or as little as you want. Um, yeah, I mean, this year we had a baby, and um, she's cute, by the way. She's very cute. You sent me pictures like two days ago. You're in trouble. Yeah, she honestly is very cute. Um, so that's nice, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, we we had a baby, and she's uh, by the time this episode's out, she'll be four months old. Which is wild, and hmm. um, my wife and I have been married to be twelve years uh, this month in December, um, and we waited. This is kind of like has to do with planning, honestly. Um, when I got married to my wife, I told her I didn't want kids um, because I was gonna. At the time, I was in a band, and I basically said I'm going to do music for ten years. And see if I can make it work, which basically meant like make a living. At the time, I had no idea what I was doing outside of I liked making records with my band. Um, so that would have been like 14 years ago, like when we started dating. Um, and she agreed to that, actually. And um, she had always won kids, but she was willing to wait and also really believed in me uh, in what I wanted to do with music. And so 
we waited uh, 10 years to have kids, <laughs> which is mm. kind of wild. We planned that. And so after 10 years uh, happened, that was like right at the tail of kind of COVID, um, I don't want to say ending, but resolving, kind of plateauing a bit. Stuff, we basically just knew more about it. Um, this would have been two-ish years ago. Uh, we decided to then wait a little bit longer because just with hospitals and whatnot, we wanted to make sure like my wife wouldn't have to wear a mask the whole time and that we could, you know, I could be around it and around her and the staff and stuff. So we waited a little bit longer and then, um, I mean, not to be TMI, but we just like planned on having a baby and we started trying as people say and then she got pregnant thankfully within a few months of us trying and then uh we she had a great pregnancy um and then we she gave birth uh in like six hours which was kind of unheard of for first timer all natural and which is not a uh a knock on anyone's choice of how they want to have a baby but um it just moved quickly and she was two weeks late as well. Um, so that was interesting. But as soon as Eleanor, who's our daughter, she came out, um, she was good for like 10 minutes and then her oxygen dropped really low and she was having trouble breathing. So they brought in the NICU doctors and nurses and um, basically realized her lungs weren't expanding and they took her away to the NICU which was quite jarring because we had been planning this for 10 years, basically, in theory. And then um, pregnancy w went so well, no issues, no concerns. And then she was fine for like 10 minutes and then she just had trouble breathing. So they took her away and that was like a big uh, emotional kind of cluster of um, what, what just happened. <laughs> Our mm. baby is gone. And it was just me and Britt at like 3 or 4 a.m., the nurses left, doctor left, just us in the room, no baby, nothing. Felt like we had nothing to show, nothing to like mm. love, nothing. It was like, should we just go home and like make some coffee? Or like, it felt very strange. Um, and so, yeah, so she spent the first four, four or five days kind of a blur um, in the NICU and she had respiratory distress. And thankfully, it was serious, but not super serious in that her lungs eventually expanded. They kind of described it as like um, your lungs are kind of like balloons and as you stretch a balloon out more and more, it's easier to like blow it up. So Eleanor just had to build up the essentially like elasticity or flexibility within her lungs to be able to get enough oxygen back in. So they kind of just said, we don't know if this is going to take a day or months. It's They literally said it's on Eleanor's timetable or timeline. So that was not very fun to be told that. But um, they said most of the time babies will figure it out. It's just they don't know when. But thankfully, like within five days, she did. And then we got to take her home. And then we realized quickly she had a really bad tongue and lip tie. Um her tongue literally was like sealed to the bottom of her mouth and her upper lip was kind of sealed as well. So she couldn't eat. So for the first month we were like in and out of specialists because she was just eating and puking and crying. And I don't think I slept for like a month straight. Um, and I found myself in the weirdest, darkest, strangest place I've ever been. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. So... Um, we eventually had to have a surgery for that. Got that taken care of. And then like headed towards month two, um, end of two, we started to like kind of have some normality of a normal quote unquote baby experience, I'll say. Um, and then month three, we finally are like starting to get our sleep back a little bit and get on like a routine and she's feeding really well now. And I'll say at this stage, she's basically... Uh, behaving and acting like a quote-unquote normal baby, which is great. But um, yeah, the last, I mean, literally, like these last three to four months have been the most challenging probably months of my life. Um, 
And I, my wife and I planned on just taking our baby home like the next day and having a, a healthy baby is, I think, how everyone goes into it going, that's what we want. I hope that's what happens. <laughs> and then something happened and it went totally different. So um, I ran into like a full brick wall of exhaustion I ended up going to the doctor because I thought there was something wrong with me medically. <laughs> and the doctor basically was like, oh, you have a newborn. <laughs> like, mm. there is something wrong with you. Like, you're over-exhausted, you're adrenal fatigued, and, um, you know, but there was nothing, quote-unquote, seriously wrong with me, thankfully. Um, so I hadn't been to the doctor in forever, and I just I couldn't, I literally couldn't see straight. Um, I had, like, blurred vision and was having all sorts of issues. So um, just sleep deprivation, which is a big deal, but thankfully it's a temporary thing for us. So anyway, um, yeah, but that definitely threw a loop um, into this year. Uh, You know, my last three to four months, I've had to adjust my whole schedule as any parent out there knows you, your whole life changes. And um I made a lot of, I think, plans this year, and they actually ended up pretty much all getting done, but I've had to reevaluate how I operate my business and also decide, too, moving forward, how much time I want to commit to it, like mm-hmm. growing it, and, um, you know, I want to be around for Eleanor and, um, and, and be around for my wife, too, and have my life as well, and my time has just gotten even more um, sacred and, and um, what would be the word? Just like already, it already has dibs on it, basically. <laughs> like there's multiple hours through the day that I'm with Eleanor and it's great that I get to do that, but there's just not, a, not as much quote-unquote free time anymore. Um, floating around. So it's required me to be more disciplined. It's required me like going into next year for sure thinking about goals, plans, objectives, like I I can't do as much um, and that's fine. Like there's been a huge acceptance that I will only be able to do X, Y, and Z if I want to be a healthy, if I want to be healthy and see straight <laughs> and mm-hmm. also like be a, a dad, how I want to be, and a husband, how I want to be, and also how I want to be for myself. And that's kind of part of this this past year. I, For those that don't know, I was in a terrible car accident. It'll be two years ago, January. I don't think you ever mentioned I don't that. think I ever did either, which is wild. But It was like right at the start of... <laughs> yeah, January, like a, yeah, two years yeah. ago. But my wife and I were just driving to the grocery store one day in town, and a giant like oversized quad cab truck crossed like three lanes of traffic trying to turn and smashed in T-boned and into us um, and totaled our car, airbags, whole nine yards, ambulance. And um, thankfully my wife was just kind of banged up. Um, but I, on the other hand, had to go to the hospital and ended up having like three broken toes, broken ankle, and then all the bones in my arch had been like shattered and collapsed um, in my right foot. And then I had lots of bruising and stuff. Um, ironically, like, thankfully, like, nothing happened to my head, even though I slammed into the airbag and, like, seat. Um, I just had, like, some bruising. But that was a absolute mess. Um, I had to have surgery and hardware and stuff. And then I literally went through about nine, almost nine months of not walking. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just sat on the couch. And then once I could start walking in a boot, and then I had to do rehab, and I literally am still doing rehab for it. Um, almost two years later, getting mobility back. Um, I have pain still, but it's getting better. And we also had a ton of issues with insurance because the people that actually hit us were undocumented people. And so they fled the state, fled the scene, basically gave fake names to the police and then left quickly. And then I had to get a lawyer involved and sue my own insurance company to get them to pay, which is a whole other thing. <laughs> Our insurance mm. system is is a mess. But it just was a lot. Um, and I'm still dealing with it. But I say all that because I put on weight um, 
during that time because I couldn't move and do anything um, outside of, thankfully, I could still master records. Um, but this year, I got a trainer and a nutritionist, kind of same guy who does both virtually from back in Illinois, my hometown. I was recommended to him. And um, this year, I was able to start working out again. And I have lost 25 pounds this year, which is crazy. Um, nice. And I'm probably now in the best shape of my life, to be honest. Um, I feel terrific overall. and um, But that has been a journey in itself. Of I've kind of always struggled with, uh, I'll say, staying lean, leaner, skinnier, healthier, or fit, healthy than not. Um, I just... I don't know, I think it's genetics on some level, but I'm changing all that now. Um, but yeah, it's I've I've been working out uh, more consistently and eating better this year than I ever have um, over this past year, last 10, 9, 10 months. And um, I feel great. But that is another thing that I did this year and uh, has was really hard. If anybody struggles with losing weight... Um, you know how difficult it is and to get that momentum going and to keep that going. And uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been a busy year. And in all that too, like the, the mastering business is, is sustaining essentially. It's, it grew very large over the last 10 years. And I'm kind of at a place where um, if I want it to get bigger, uh, I would need to hire people. I would need to figure out kind of how to scale and then also figure out how much of the label politic game I want to play, which is not very much <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to try and become a one of the, the go-to go-tos instead of like, I'm kind of like second on call, uh, to be honest, with most labels in town. I'm not the first guy, um, which is fine. It's still led to a ton of cool projects. But um but yeah, the business this year is like the first time I would say like I've just kind of been sustaining, especially having a kid and and getting my body back essentially. Um but yeah, it's been a it's been a a very good interesting year. Um and I'm excited for next year for whatever like I don't have very many plans <laughs> like I I'm kind of taking things more as they come um, especially with having a kid and my main thing I would say is that uh, when I go to look at this next year uh, I'll just say a few things and then hand it back to you Matt um, I just like making goals and objectives, essentially. And I think I've talked about it before in past episodes, but goals to me are based like general guidelines that explain what I want to get done. And then the objectives define like the strategies and implementation, like the steps I'm going to take to get to those goals. They're more of like the who, what, when, where, and how to reach the goals. So for planning for next year, for those out there, you can, you know, be very simple and just your goals can be your general like big picture things and objectives can be the reverse engineering of it. And so I just have a few goals and objectives, which I'm not going to go into all that, but some of my goals next year, I want to like teach and help more with like people learning about mastering. So I'm going to be doing like a mini, very small mini gathering next year, at least one at uh, the studio I used to work at and kind of teach probably five or six people mastering like a little weekend thing. So if you're out there and you're interested in that, um, hit me up. I have kind of already 10 people on a list. So it'll definitely fill up quote unquote fast. Um, But I'm going to be doing that at least once next year, probably in like February. Um, And then I want to try and I don't know, I just want to I want to help people with their mastering. So it's something we do obviously on this podcast, but now like 12 years into this thing, um I'm looking to well, I mean we've been helping people for 5 years now plus. <laughs> but 
So when I say I'm trying to help people, just trying to continually give back to our community, you know, and uh, help people out if they want to learn mastering, uh, if they really feel like mastering is what they want to do. Um, trying to help with that. So I'm trying to sort out that, what that looks like. Is it is it written? Is it video? Is it, how do I make uh, something that's not, um, not, not three steps to a, a big bottom end? <laughs> like something more substantial that's sustainable. Not that you can't have tip videos, but I'm working through that. So you should go on YouTube and look up three steps to a bigger bottom yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> See what comes out. It's probably plenty of, <laughs> random videos. Um, but yeah, this year's it's been great. Like it's been challenging, um, but it's been great and I think I've just learned a lot of patience. I had to learn patience quickly. I was already kind of a patient person, but having a kid has made me I've chose, I've decided to be more patient, which has been nice. And then also immediately I kind of just felt like my work is not it's important, but not really. <laughs> like, which doesn't mean I slack on any of my work I do still. But, you know, if someone's got a song that needs done in the next hour, that's a project. I mean, I've usually passed on, but for sure going to be passing on moving forward is, is any sort of urgency um, will most likely get passed on moving forward. So just because I got other things I'd rather do, like watch my daughter... I don't know, play with a rattle. <laughs> it's about all she does right now, but it's fun to watch her discover that. So anyway, that's kind of been my year. Um, I'm going to stay the course next year. Honestly, like stay the course. Yeah. I think I don't really want to like change a ton. I don't know if it's just because where I'm at, there's stuff I'm doing like with real estate, which is a whole other topic of like that. And then um, there's some other things I'm dabbling in that I don't want to talk about on air. But um but yeah, I I would say for those out there like I've mentioned before like I continually like to create passive income streams, which is cheesy to say, but if anybody's out there and wants to learn about like real estate investment things of that nature, um I've been doing that for the last 4 years, 5 years, taking extra music money and dumping it into that and then leveraging properties to buy more properties to do rentals and things of that nature and that's going to be my like retirement fund and many other things because for those of us that are just like truly self-employed you've got to be thinking about the future on some level um i would think but anyway uh yeah kind of excited to keep doing that sort of stuff because that opens up more doors and freedom in time and deciding what i want to do so, okay, that's kind of my year and what I'm thinking about for next year. Matt? Well, <clears throat> I mean, that kind of got, that kind of like went right into my next thing is like, okay, so it's like, say you, I don't know, it's like not everyone's year is kind of like as, um, I don't know, as we plan. Yeah. And stuff does happen and whatnot. And I I do apologize for the more somber episode, but I mean this is also like real life and like stuff does happen and life does happen. Um and so I mean, as this episode's titled, like what do you do when life happens? Because something will happen. It's like it's not all right. If it's if it's nice and peachy right now, it's not gonna stay nice and peachy forever. And so um I think this is the episode for that. I I, I don't know how many uh, downloads this episode is going to have. I don't know the reach that it's going to have. Um, And I don't really care about how many downloads it gets. I really more care about the right people who need this episode getting it, um, getting into their hands. Um, And so the next part essentially that I had in my notes is kind of like, okay, well, this happens how do you kind of like like pick up from this year and move on? And so you were saying you kind of want to track the same course. And I mean, I know that you did not say that like, oh yeah, works like kind of secondary. It's like, but you know, it's like your priorities do shift. Yeah. And it's like when you have a kid and it's like, hell man, I want to like spend time like growing my family. It's like, I want to be a present dad and I want to like, I want to... I want to invest in this. It's like probably one of the best investments you could make is just time with 
like your family and your kids. Um, so, I mean, kudos to you. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, having a kid's like nothing, nothing, nothing to balk at. I mean, I remember when we had Emery, he's five and a half years old. Um, your first kid's definitely, definitely pretty, pretty intense. And it's like the whole joke that I make about like Back to the Future 2. It's the alternate 1985. People say it. It's like, uh, people, oh, you have a kid. It's like, you make a 180. It's like, no, it's, you get off at alternate 1985 and <laughs> that's the course you're on now. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's a really fun and nice place. Uh, but it does require growth on your part. Um, so, and then Elliot, two and a half years old, um, Number two is definitely a breeze <laughs> compared to number one. Um, at two years old, she is trying both me and my wife, but um, she's finding her independence. But oh well, we'll get uh, we'll uh, we'll work our way through that anyway. Um, so, two things I kind of want to talk about just real quick. I got my eye on the clock, Sam. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, how do you kind of like something does happen and like how do you pick up, like how do you move on and whatnot? Um, I think one of the most important things is making sure that like you are um, also like you're going to be taking care of other people or whatever, um, but also make sure you take care of yourself because um, I had a good friend a long time ago say, do you know why? And I, I was a pilot and I was kind of like, it's kind of an interesting nod. Um, do you know why if like a airplane depressurizes why they tell you to put on your mask before helping others. And I'd be like, no, really. I mean, I've heard it all the time, but like, I don't, I don't really know. I never really thought about it. I just listened to the thing. And he said, well, it's because if you can't breathe, you can't help anyone else. You're no good to anyone else if you can't breathe. And so I think one of the big things is make sure that you're, um, you're mentally there and that you're like able to kind of pick yourself up and you're able to take care of yourself and not every situation that'll be a thing but it's like I do find and we said this we said this in an, or I said this in an episode way long ago about like when work is not there or whenever you do have a lull in work um whenever you do have that kind of a reprieve I find that generally it's good to, when life gives you a break and when life gives you a chance to rest, you need to rest. And I'm not really into the whole karma and the whole like energy of the universe and all that stuff. It's not just not my MO. No, no shade of it against anyone who does. Just, but when the universe does give you a, a break, you really should take it to rest because what's about to come may not be overly restful and you'll wish looking back on that, that you would have taken the time to um, do a little bit of resting and maybe just kind of um, meditation on your current situation and uh, posture in a position of kind of gratitude. Um, anywho, um, I would say moving forward, let's say kind of my business plan, I'm kind of planning to maintain somewhat of the same course I want to review 2022 and I might pick up a little bit from where I left off. Um, I don't know. I picked up a lot of mentorships over the past two or so years and I like doing that. I'm not going to be offering any courses or anything if, if, if anyone or set seminars or anything, nothing against doing that. Um, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm that interesting, candidly. If you want to come to Charleston and have a cigar with me, I'd more than welcome. <laughs> I'll give you a Cuban cigar. We can sit on my back porch and have a beer and scotch. Cuban cigar. We can smoke some meat. I don't care. Grill a steak. Um, but I don't. I don't think I'm that interesting for uh, uh, to to entertain a handful of people. But as far as mentorships. Um, I more just view them as like, hey, let's just be friends and let's just kind of talk about this. And I feel like the community in that um, will be more beneficial from a friendship standpoint than like mentor-mentee kind of standpoint. Um, and I kind of want to like reverse engineer a few places that I think I want this business to grow to in the next three to five years. And then it's like, okay, let's kind of plan this out a little bit. I don't really have a one-year plan. 
um, let's kind of maintain the course and like slowly like advance power and let's kind of see um, where we're going to go. So at the time that I have left, um, what's your time look like right now, Sam? Do you need to you do like ten jet? more minutes? Do you have five minutes? Yeah. How much? Yeah, ten minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with the time that I have left, um, here's what I recommend everybody do in 2020 or in 2019. Um, I was traveling for my other business, and I was in Dongguan, China, uh, this fun hotel. I rented a room in a tea house for a few hours. Um, which was great. This lady kept on bringing me tea and then closed the door. And then I was like at this peaceful room for, I never knew how much I needed that opportunity to rest. It's like, I can't, I can't under, I can't understate how important that was. Um, but essentially I wrote a business plan for 2020, which, uh, 2020 obviously went out the window too. Um, and this is the way I wrote it. I'm more than happy to send this to anyone who would like it. Um, just shoot me a message and say, Hey, send me that business plan. Um, and I will do that. Um, so essentially write your business name up top and write 2023 or whatever you're going into business plan. Um, and then you're going to essentially identify your target market and just put like three bullets under that. Um, not like from a gun, but like little circles. Uh, so target market and in parentheses next to target market, just be like, who will work with you? Like, who are you planning on targeting and who's going to, who are you planning to work with um, in the coming year? It can be three bullets, it can be however many you want. Um, under those, put um, projected slash target workload. And so, and then three bullets under that, it can be three, it can be five, I don't really care. And then next to projected target workload, just put in parentheses um, the money and the sources of money. Um, and you can also put like how much. Uh, like how much you want, like because this is a point to where you identify what you want and then you reverse engineer the path to that. Um, under those three bullets, um, write abbreviated marketing plan. Uh, put three bullets under that, and in parentheses next to abbreviated marketing plan, put how will you be found? And so these are just like little descriptors of like this is uh, this is how I'm going to make myself known this year. Um, Three is just kind of nice and easy to figure out. Um, under that, uh, we actually had an episode on this. I think it was a season opener. Um, competition slash community. Uh, under the, and the, there are three bullets under that. You say, "Who else is doing what I am doing?" It's very simple. Just to do a little, uh, do a little market research. It's very smart to be versed in your community and who you'll be in direct competition with. And it's your decision whether or not they're going to be your competition or your community. And uh, I think there's an African proverb that is, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And so you choose your path, I I suppose. Um, Under those three bullets, put one-year goals and put three bullets under there. Um, and after their next to one year goals, just write, um, where are you headed short term? Under those three bullets, you'll put three year goals. And next to that, you'll put, um, what are you working towards? Three is kind of difficult because it makes you have to identify the next one. And so under three, you'll put two bullets. Then at the bottom of all that, you'll put five year goals. You can be plural, it can be singular. And I don't really do 10 because 10 is kind of like a pipe dream. Um, I think five is more like you're able to work through it. And then for like this, like essentially what you've written is a roadmap. And so five-year goal is long-term dream. Five doesn't seem that long, but kind of looking back, I mean, on all of my businesses, five years is a long time. Um, so what have we done in these last three bullets is we've created a roadmap. Um and essentially, your five-year goal is like this is where I want to be. The three-year-old, the three-year goal has to really point to this five-year goal because if the three-year goal doesn't point to the five-year goal, then obviously you have a miscommunication in what you're doing and where you're going. The one-year goal can kind of point wherever you want, but it should kind of edge in the direction of the three-year goal. To really, and it's essentially. 
one and three are strategies and five is the goal. Um, I had a business partner at one point who had a lot of goals and he had like, they were penduling, this sounds really weird. He had a massive strategy and he had all these goals and the goals pivoted around the strategy which is just work your ass off and just like burn yourself out until you end up in the hospital with a blood illness. Um, what you really need to do is you need to have your central goal and then you have your strategy. It can be more than one strategy, but they better swing in, in unison together. And so essentially the strategy pendulums around the goal. And eventually that strategy will lead you to that goal. And the strategy keeps on getting closer and closer and closer to the goal until it's achieved. Um, you should always be updating these because um, nothing is kind of more stupid than a then what situation because it's like, oh, well, I want to work to get this car. Okay, well, then what? Congratulations. Now you have a depreciating asset. It's like, oh, I want to get all the gear in the world and take all the pictures and then have like a fancy looking Instagram. Okay. You'll eventually get there. Then what? The then what is the most stupid place to be. Um, you need to constantly be updating these and gear and all this other stuff. It's just a strategy. What is the actual goal? Um, and so that's what you need to figure out. And don't don't put yourself in a then what situation. Um, it gets very frustrating. It gets kind of lonely. And... Uh, I don't really think it's a really solid place to be. But anyway, that's my basic business plan. If uh, if you would like that template, shoot me an email and or whatever, text or DM, and I'd be more than happy to send that little screenshot of it to you. And uh, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want with it. So um, either way, whatever you do, I hope you go into um, the next year with a plan. So... Whether or not you're able to follow it, you at least have a direction. And I think that's more than most people have. So, and really, whatever happens, you at least know how to kind of, like, whenever life does happen, you're able to really recenter and be like, okay, where were we? And you're able to, like, have, like, a place to kind of restart from and be like, is this the way I want to go? Yes or no. But at least you had a starting point. So, um, again, I do apologize for the more somber episode. It's not the most cheery episode, but I do think it's a very necessary episode. Um, and I appreciate y'all for sticking with us through this episode. Um, so yeah, Sam, do you have anything else for the people? Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is when I was just listening to you talk and then thinking about our years, my number one piece of advice would be ask people for help. <laughs> if you have yeah. things come up, ask for help because I had to ask for help during my car accident multiple years ago. And then mm. having a baby, we had to have help just so we could function in that kind of crazy transition. And uh, it was be- beautiful in town seeing people that I some of them had never really even met just online people or through our podcasts. Like people bring, brought us like dinner or brought us groceries. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for help. And uh, I hope this episode too is a demystifying that Matt and I are normal people <laughs> and that things happen to us just like things happen to y'all out there. And I hope that this episode brings us even more community and camaraderie and and that we can surround each other and help each other with things even more than music if that, you know, is something that happens because music for me is always it's something I enjoy but it's always just been kind of the avenue in which I get to have relationships with people and like have friends and like enjoy the world. So, anyway, that was the only other thing I'd say is don't be afraid to ask for help like with your business, with your money, with your music, with your mastering or with just things in life. Like you'll be surprised how many people are going through things all the time, um, little to big, 
and that I find that our weaknesses are really um, the 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 benefit of them is it sometimes forces you to ask for help, which then brings you into community, which is I think what we all long for at the end of the day. So that's all. I, I will say that uh, one other thing: if you do know somebody who's going through um, some stuff and they have shared stuff, um, or maybe you're going through something. Um, if you see somebody going through something and you don't really know what to say, um, it's important just to say something. Yeah. Um, because we definitely would, like, I definitely remember seeing some people kind of like drop off the face of the world. But it's like I didn't hold anything against anyone because, like, I just knew it's like I don't know what the hell I would say. Um, so if you do have people going through something, um, make sure that you just, give them a ring and just like just chat um even if it's about like some uncomfortable stuff um and if you are going through some stuff and um some people have dropped off the face of the earth just know it's probably it's nothing about you it's just sometimes people just don't know how to relate and communication kind of ceases and it's really nothing personal um but if y'all do need anything, feel free to reach out to me and Sam. Um, we'd be more than happy just to just to listen or talk. So um, I think that's all we got. Mm-hmm. And so going into the outro, Sam always seriously makes the coolest beats and <laughs> stuff for this podcast. Like, please, like, give him a ring and be like, "Thank you so much for making these podcasts like as great as you do." Um, I think this will be episode 133, which is nuts. So thank you all, too, for tuning into this. Um, This podcast is legitimately what it is because of you, and uh, y'all are an awesome community to chat with and to. So um, if you need any uh, any tunes mastered, some records, an EP or two, some singles, Sam and I would be more than happy to help take any of those across the finish line. Sam can be found at Moses Mastering. I can be found at For the Record Mastering. And I think with that, we're good. We're out. We're done. Woo-hoo. Morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're having, have a good one. Cue the music. Cue See y'all. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, it's gonna be Christmas. Jingle bells, all that. Jab, eggnog. I got You like eggnog? I do actually. Yeah. Oh, All right. See y'all later. We're gonna have like a like a Santa Claus exit. Like, boom, 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 boom. We can have a thing. Like driving up to Danny's exit. All right. See y'all later. Bye. Christmas miracle.